episode of the Bible Meter Podcast. This is the Lord of Hosts, Caleb Campbell. Join us always by the interrupter, Kyle Vessner. How's it going anyways, Kyle? Great. Yeah, me too. Really good. I had a great day today. Yeah. I'm uh, at work. Did absolutely barely nothing. My keys didn't work for most of the stuff. Drove around the What does that mean? That means I I drove uh, to the neighboring town about an hour away, and I had the wrong set of keys, so... I didn't have to really pick anything up. <laughs> so it was just overflowing. Yeah, but yeah. not my job. Well, <laughs> you literally my, your job. Literally my job. Literally but, your job. But not my prop. Who gave you the keys? Um, my boss. I have the one set of keys. Anyway, that, that's it. someone jab govern jab uh, govern the locks. There's different keys for different towns. I had the wrong. I was does. It's kind of boring. But on the way there, you got Dairy Queen. Nope. Kalma came out with a new album, mm. which is big news for me. Because when Kalma comes out with a new album, I get drunk and listen to the whole thing. While you drive? Uh, not No, I've just started. While you drive your job? No, no, no. While, I, while honestly, you drive in your corporate vehicle? I almost I almost wanted to call the day. <laughs> like I was just going to fucking turn around, drive home, and do that. I, last time I... Uh, this happened. That was the day that I went to Munins and waved my wiener around and got banned for life. It was the Kalma day. I also, that day... What? What do you mean that was a comet? Oh, they had a new album come out. That was the day. That's the They're reason like, I was so drunk that day. Do they ever do re- remasters? We're like, no, with more bird noises. <laughs> They're not really a bird noisy band, although they are the Swamp Lords. They sing about swamps a lot, but they don't... They, Moon Sorrow and Insomnia both are Do more, they have nature sound effects? They do, a little bit. And especially in the songs about you like nature, uh, sure, yeah, yeah. I mean, but how do you feel about like the Savannah Plains? There's some fucking hot lions out there. (laughs) The reason I I say that because one of the first I forgot (laughs) one of the first movies I ever saw was The Lion King. We can't redo that, dude. That's we're gonna here's here's what happened, everybody. We uh we started a podcast. We hated it. We know what we'll do though, for you patrons, <laughs> if you really want it. It starts off funny and gets depressing. We'll throw it up on the Patreon. Ah, yeah. Do you know yeah. what's okay? But there's a there's a real good. Here's the thing. There's we're we're not, we have to talk more about it. We're talk about. <laughs> we find out <laughs> Caleb was really into Nala from The Lion King. That's not weird. Lots of people felt like in that. In his teen That's early, why in his early teen years. Really into it. God God would be, would have been pretty upset with all the fucking spilling he Here's was doing. The point, Kyle. <laughs> yeah. Kalma comes out with a new album. I get I get a bottle and I listen to the whole thing. And, a bottle uh, of what? Last JD time it was dude? Fireball, but usually vodka. But um why don't we ever spice it up with some like rum or? Because I just don't really like rum. Do I mean, like I like vodka. It's it's almost tasteless if you mix it with a hail. Yeah, that's honestly so you can al- get the poison. In, alcoholics yeah. most like the type of alcoholic I am. I don't sit there and romanticize booze. I don't the, like beer. I don't like. I like the alcoholic whiskey that buys like a two hundred dollar bottle of wine and. Pretends to enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. No, no. I just like the taste. Fucking, you're all posers. That's not a thing. Maybe it is a thing, but it's a thing. But it's also not a thing after like two bottles. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
And they're like, oh, this one has a really skunky piss flate note to it. And you're like, that's good? And you're like, oh, yeah, that's $10,000. So last Oh, skunk piss. Hmm. <laughs> So for ten thousand dollars, I can get skunk piss. Yeah, but you can't get it anywhere else. So a few you got to age it to skunk piss, and it takes thirty years. Yeah, it takes that, 30, and that's good. It takes thirty years before it becomes piss. The fucking aging is such a fucking hilarious. So last time, I found myself at Kyle Patton's house. That's how long ago Kyle this P, was baby. when he lived here, and I woke up and everyone was gone, or I don't know why, but I was the only one there. And that was an OG party house when, and I, yes. when I first came And then here. I looked on the internet, and therefore, thereby, Kalma came out with an album. So I got a bottle. I went and sat on a top of a ladder in their backyard <laughs> and just drank the whole thing. And then I went. This is like when I first. That's too much, dude. This is when I first met Camilla. Then I went to Camilla's work and picked her up for work. Like, wasted. Wasted. Which is why I'm a little bit shocked all the time. Every once in a while, I go... I didn't really hide it at all. So we went out on a lunch date. That doesn't ever make you think. Uh, it makes me just that she depressed. like that she knew. What kind you know of? What I mean? Yeah, that's what I'm like. She depressed didn't about. know though. Anyways, what what other conclusions could you come to if she knew already? That I I think it was like holy shit, this is now my problem. That's what I think. I don't think she realized. I don't know what the fuck. The whole thing is like I, I don't think, feel I like I lied to her or misled her. You didn't. That. You just acted like a piece of shit. But you acted like a piece of shit the whole time. That's like (laughs) in my, like that's fucking on my side of the column, right? Is that, I just feel like I wasn't dishonest. That's all I'm trying to say. You weren't. There was I, there was no hiding. You weren't like pretending to be a good guy. Yeah. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, degenerate alcoholic. That's exactly. That's married. kind of my point. You're like now, it's like when couple. Oh, I get married now. I can get fat. You didn't do that. I was that. You didn't. You didn't go. Well, now I can drink as much as I want. Yeah. So I was supposed to pick her up for lunch, and then I walked up. And she's like, "Where's the car?" I was like, "I can't drive." And then she. Was what like, you picked her up by walking? Yeah, we walked somewhere. I think we walked the subway. Romantic. Yeah, and then I went to Munins. Want to get married? Weighed my wiener around. That was that night. That was the night? The yeah. shirt over the head wiener guitar? Yeah, that was the night. In front of a 13-year-old boy? So, that's what I'm trying to say. We got to find a fucking place. He knew what he signed up for. Calma came out with a new album. Where are we going to go later? <laughs> oh, oh tonight. Yeah, tonight. Munins. Yeah, you know what we can do? There's denim on the diamond is now moved into the park. I'm not going to talk to those people. No, no, no. I'll get raped by no, a no, giant listen. fucking wagon burner. We can- <laughs> <laughs> Cowboys and Indians. I'm not going to that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what I was going to say is we could go drink outside of it and throw stuff at them is what I was picturing. Yeah, but you're going to try to hit on them for sure. None of them are going to look like lions. Fuck no. that. Uh, oh, Kyle! This is funny. There's what? a lot of uh, like I grew up in Manitoba. A lot of a lot of a lot of the Nate dogs like country. It's a thing, of course. Yeah, real real ironic scenario. So we uh, we had a my friend used to organize all these events all the time. They're the best. He had a large friend group that could that was only held intact by him because of all the shit he organized mm-hmm. and scheduled out so that everyone could make it. And it was always so, fucking so fun, like golf. Like a all day golf tournaments and so you organized beer fest and there was four five teams. All the girls would run the booze. There was no girls in this. Just dudes. All the girls that were there would like make sure all the beers were full. That's awesome. 
rules. All my friends are dogs back in fucking Winnipeg. They've all slowed down, but they're all happily married with kids. And uh, they seem happy. No, I just make that noise whenever somebody says happily married. Get it? Is it possible? It's just that noise is just enough doubt. Well, the, you know what the difference is, though? Yeah. Dude, honestly. They, they proposed to the girl. Yeah, there's that. <laughs> I will say this about that noise, yeah. though. Mm-hmm. Eh. You make that noise about so, like almost anything. Someone's like, oh, my favorite food is this. And you go, eh. They get offended. They go, what? They like, I didn't. It's not something I was trying to do, but it's something I discovered that I, I you know, eh, just a generally like, disagreeable noise. Yeah. But they kind of like doubt themselves and they're like, what do you mean? And then they're like, you hear them talk themselves back into what they're, they're like. I'm, I'm glad I had two kids. Eh. No, seriously. <laughs> no, honestly, I fuck, and like you can. It's as if you incepted doubt into their mind. With well, that that's one. what that noise means is. Are you sure you're not a totally fucking insane? Yeah. Are you sure you're not a dumbass? But. It's amazing. It's incredible it's how very effective. condescending. It's, it's effective, also. Yeah. That's kind of the point. You rarely get a fuck you. Yeah. It's almost and always like, I I doubt myself. I doubt myself immediately. <laughs> Go on. Okay, so we're in the book of Nehemiah. Oh no! Real quick though, to end it. So the beer fest thing. We'd have teams, and the teams would have a theme, and there was like awards given out and shit. You got extra points, and people took this seriously. Like, all my friends are very competitive, so they wanted, everyone wanted to win. So everyone's puking up beer foam by the end, whatever. And uh, the teams had a theme, so one team with a lot of fucking Nates on it went as uh, Cowboys. Mm-hmm. And then I- a, Ironic. Yeah. And a team with a lot of the white, the whites, went as the Indians, right? And, uh, brown face. Brown face. Dots. So the Cowboys eating samosas, killed it, looked great, headdress, all that shit, you know. And uh, the white guys went in track suits holding beers in the ceremony. <laughs> it was the funniest thing I've ever seen. One of the funniest things I've ever seen. Because you think they're going to go, <clears throat> oh no, not headdress, sorry. They, cowboy hat, I bet. Yeah, yeah. yeah not headdress. They won cowboy hats, and they they assume the other people are going to come out in feathers and fucking nope. headdresses. No. <laughs> fucking tracksuits. Get me some fucking smoke. <laughs> tracksuits and beers. And I'm not paying fucking tax. Oh, my God. It was fucking, it was the best. So, it was a good time. I miss those times. Biblically, we finished the book of Ezra, and now we're in the book of Nehemiah. Oh, shit. I got a crazy story. Uh, real that's, quick for that's you. Save that for the Patreon. No, no, no. No, real quick. We've had 45 minutes of fucking nonsense. It's only been 10. Okay, but... We've already deleted 30 <laughs> minutes of me trying to read this fucking Bible, dude. Start another podcast if you want to talk about other shit. This is the Bible Beer Podcast. Okay, let's get to the Jews. Okay, Nehemiah. What are they doing? What kind of rascally hey, stuff are the Jews getting into now? I'm glad you That's asked. what I'd like to know. So Ezra has led them out of exile. God damn it. He's now shooting fucking <laughs> elastic bands at me. I feel like a substitute teacher. Um, Ezra led him out. Nehemiah is the cupbearer for King Artaxerxes. Okay, that's an important yeah. job, Kyle. Yeah. We have to say this. We've been through this. Kyle doesn't care anymore. The cupbearer is an important job. He's the guy that tastes all the fucking booze, yeah. which is a great job, I think. You know, what, you know what I would do? You get to tax the king's cup every if time. If you're my king, right? And I'm cupbearer. I'm fucking backwashing hard every time. If I I'm was just king, swirling that in my I mouth. I would do fucking bubblers, yeah. and you would be my cupbearer, and you'd have to taste it first just I'd, to make sure I'd it's not poisonous. It, but every time, every time I tasted it, I would accidentally sneeze it into your face. You know what I mean? I'd be like, are you pregnant? <laughs> this tastes like you're pregnant. <laughs> yeah. 
Your piss tastes like birthday cake. Okay. You sure you don't have diabetes? All right, Patrice. Okay, so here we are in Nehemiah chapter one. In the words of Nehemiah, son of Hakaliah, Hasilia, in the twelfth month of Kislev, I was in the twentieth year. You shot that backwards, you fucking. <laughs> I was in the citadel of Susa. Do you know where that is? Uh, right by Jerusalem. No, it's in Syria. And I, one of my brothers, came from Judah with some other men, and I questioned them about the Jewish remnant survived of exile, and also about Jerusalem. They said to me, those who survived the exile are back in the province, are in great trouble and disgrace. The wall of Jerusalem is broken down, and its gates have been burned with fire. When I heard these things, I sat down and wept. For some days I mourned and fasted and prayed before the God of heaven. And then I said, dude, let's remember back in the Jerusalem, Ezra's there fucking ripping out his beard, pouring dirt on his head and eating ashes because people are yeah. fucking their neighbors. And then the word gets back to Nehemiah. He's like, I'm also pretty sad. And then he says, I don't know. I'm just wanting to paint the picture. Like these Jews are so sad. It's like they're so dramatic. Like when they mourn, they're fucking. Well, they just like complaining. They're not necessarily sad. I think a Jew's happiest place is being able to complain. Sat down and wept, Kyle. For days he mourned and didn't eat. I yeah. think he's sad, man. Yeah, but think of all the attention he got. That's the thing. They don't ever they go a lot of be sad at home. They're like, no. I'm going downtown. They're a spectacle. I'm going to rip off all my clothes, gather people around me to show how sad I am. Kind of, and then they get some texts like, how you doing, man? Yeah, pretty good. Hey, Kyle. Pretty good. Yeah. Did you, did you get any private text messages? No. Have you been publicly sad? No. <laughs> Happiest I've ever been. Just don't listen to the other episode, dude. Yeah, no. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't have any idea what you're talking about. You suck, dude. I'm just happy you're alive, Kyle. It's just nice to hear your voice. Yeah, for now. Oh, Lord. For now, dude. God of heaven. If you're really happy I was alive, you'd get me a bottle of Fireball. You know what I mean? I got a bottle of vodka in the car. <laughs> That's good. That's the best place for it. For when I get back. Were you around when I used to have? I didn't bring it in the house, so I didn't drink it now, Kyle. <laughs> I have to go feed a rabbit. What? I'm taking that, care of Is pets. that your penis? No, that's a, uh, that's a... Just because you're a furry now, I'm starting to really... <sighs> no, I literally have to go feed a rabbit. <laughs> See, does that sound like a sexual furry no, thing? It no, it doesn't. If you're a furry... Feed a rabbit? Feed the rabbit. You gotta feed the rabbit. It doesn't. I would grab her by the fucking ears, though, if I was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jessica Rabbit, dude. Okay, so, oh, Lord. Not even a rabbit. God of heaven. Just a cartoon. Lola Bunny, dude. Jessica Rabbit. She's a rabbit. Dude, Lola Bunny's for pedophiles. <laughs> Jessica Rabbit's for, like, men with class. Lola Bunny? Come on. She's not even, she's not even a rabbit yet, dude. Yeah, she's a bunny. She's got tits, though. She's a rabbit. She's a rabbit in my eyes. <laughs> she got, if she's got tits, she's a rabbit. Oh, Lord. God of heaven. The great and awesome God. Who keeps his covenant of love with those who love him and obey his commands. <laughs> your honor, this rabbit had double knees. <laughs> Let your ear be attentive and your eyes be open to hear the prayer of your servant. To hear the prayer your servant is praying. Before you, day and night, for your servants, the people of Israel, I confess the sins of the Israelites, including myself and my father's house, we have committed. What are the sins, Kyle? 
uh, jerking off to cartoon lions. Wrong. No? No, it's marrying, it's having sex with people that don't believe in God. What? It's You're not allowed they, to bang people that don't believe in God? They took foreign wives. Okay, that's, that's, so Since when I said. when is that not allowed? Well, here's. Since the beginning of time. What's worse, jizzing on the ground or into a hole that doesn't believe in see, you? See, that is actually a very like good question. That's a very good question. Struggled with by the Jews immortally. Okay? So, on one hand, you're not making more people. On one penis. That, no, in one cunt, I guess. <laughs> you're not making more people that could God could burn to death, and he loves that. But he does like that. Yeah. On the other he, hand. He does love that a lot. Do you think he was bummed when the Jews got gassed because he didn't get to smell it? Uh, no, he you did I mean? smell it. Of course he smelled it. He, everybody that dies, everything that dies, when you burn, when they burn animals, he likes the aroma. That's what I'm saying. So do you think they were bummed that when they didn't burn the Jews? Oh, they just gassed they him. They just gassed him so they didn't get, he didn't get the delicious aroma. Honestly, I bet you God <clears throat> has some fucking like jew-shaped and smelling air fresheners that he hangs off his rear view mirror while he drives around at just it. a big crooked nose yeah <laughs> it's like some dried out i bet you he has literal fucking corpses from auschwitz hanging off his rear view mirror because he likes the aroma and he's like i chose you and you're my favorite smell this is my favorite smell that's kind of ironic a big fucking nose it smells We're, like something. they're made in his likeness kyle it's true that's a, like. That's why he likes the. We just figured it out. What? That's why he likes you burning stuff so much. Because he he's got a big fucking honker on him, right? He can really. That's take not that synonymous in. with smell, but dude, I have a giant fucking of nose. Of course it is. Okay, well I have a giant nose. Yours is giant because it's been broken too many. Okay, times. well I can't smell very good. <laughs> that's not the same thing. Well, I'm. No, at I'm, least I'm one outlier that with a giant nose that can't bigger, smell. Bigger nose is definitely synonymous to being able to smell better. Bigger ears are you can hear better. Bigger nose you can smell better. For sure, what that's big true. eyes you have. Thank you. I'm like Bambi like. What big? Would, te- would you say <laughs> what big? Te- what big teeth you have? Like a donkey. What do you want to do with that, Caleb? What a long time. Would you fuck a donkey? What a long time. Or just ass? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'd go ass to ass. <laughs> butt to butt. No, no, donkey on donkey. <laughs> oh, this is reminding me of something I said once. I, wa- I, I want. Oh my god! I want to sleep. This reminds me of my own quote, Kyle Vesner. Yeah. Go ahead. Now you made it too big of a thing. <laughs> this reminds me of something I said once. Oh, this reminds me of a, a great quote by the me. <laughs> oh, the great quote by uh, KV. Circa. I need a pseudonym. Circa nineteen ninety nine. I need a pseudonym. What should it be? You need a cooler name. Kyle's boring, you know what I mean? There's a billion Kyles. How about... Uh, I need like a punchy last name. Kiss last. Vesner's unique. It's Googleable. How about Artaxerxes? Kyle Xerxes? How about Jesus? Kyle Jesus? No, Jesus. Kyle Christ. Jesus Vesner. How about Kyle Christ? No, no, no. Why, you said Kyle sucks. Why are you stuck with Kyle? You got to keep that. You just said Kyle sucks. Yeah. but So I need something... In the in the back, to build it up. You cool, know? Kyle Christ, KKK. You can wear white all the time. Pretty good. <laughs> I have been needing to buy a hoodie. Or K cubed. <clears throat> all right, all right. So God of heaven. So the, he's mourning, and now he's praying to God. Let your ear be attentive, and open your eyes to hear. Your eyes. 
Let your ear be attentive and open your eyes to hear the prayer of your servant. Why would he need to open his eyes to hear? Stupid. Uh, Hear the prayer your servant is praying before you day and night for your servants, the people of Israel. I confess we, the Israelites, including myself and my father's house, have committed against you. We have acted very wickedly toward you. We have not obeyed commands, decrees, and laws you gave to your servant Moses. Remember the instruction you gave your servant Moses, saying, If you are unfaithful, I will scatter you among the nations. But if you will return to me and obey my commands, then even your exiled people at the farthest horizon I will gather from there and bring them to the place I have chosen as a dwelling for my name. In capitals. Do you find that interesting at all, Kyle? He's going to gather the Jews. Nothing bad will happen doing but that. But that's happened. So that's currently happened. Do you think... I can't remember if we've talked about this one or, on this podcast or not. The what? fact that the Jews, Israel, has a, a nation again. Of course we've talked about Are you serious? So many times. I know, but this self... Like, is it that God's prophecy is fulfilled? Or is it that people read this and was like, we need to make an Israel and then made an Israel? You think that's the first time you made that point was in the deleted app? Well, I just felt like it. It's like the provi- thousandth. thousandth I felt like it's provided time. some continuity is all. And we had a good back and forth last. I was trying to recreate it, Kyle. I know. I'm not on board for that, dude. Original <laughs> or nothing. I'm not an actor. You see what happens? I ruin movies. I have not. I, ruin a- I actually haven't seen. I actually so badly want to see. Me too. What the fuck is that? Who's calling you, dude? Dan Frank. Oh. Dan Frank. I'm on the pod. Of the pod. Um, <clears throat> uh, you're live and gay? Uh, Dan you're Frank. Gay? You're, live on the, you're live on the podcast. Say something crazy. Uh, oh, I can't say what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> say that. I, I, oh, I did just abuse my dog in the forest when no one was looking. In what but sense? Sexually? Like, uh, verbally. <laughs> okay. Oh, verbally. That's... That's not verbal at all. <laughs> I'll call you back in like half an hour. Anyways, um, just letting you know. Uh, I'm not going to say it. Okay, never mind. No, say it. <laughs> okay, he's gone. I, I wanted to ask him if he found his Indian bride yet. Dude, I wonder what he was going to. Dude, he must have been about to say some wild shit. Dude, sometimes he phones me and he's like, I was about to road rage on this guy. And then he just calls me. All right. Dan Frank's a fucking wild card. Do you ever see that guy anymore? Yeah, all the time. Do you? Isn't he like locked in a trailer? Dude, I hang... Dude, I don't... I like that dude. Yeah, me too. And yes, he is. And yes, I also... I haven't really left the house since September. So how have you seen him? Well, that's who... That's Like, I go see... I don't really... You go to his trailer? Or he comes over. Does he have a trailer somewhere on a property outside town? Is it nice there? It's pretty property. Yeah, the property's nice. The trailer's good. nice. Hurts good. I don't mean the trailer. I don't give a fuck about that. But, but yeah, uh, yeah, we just go and like hike through the forest and talk about <laughs> and drink. Chinese and drink. <laughs> In the sense of what do you world, say about the Chinese? It, that I mean, it's a it's a matter of time. What do you think about Trudeau and his Indian relations, dude? So fucking this according guy. According to Dan Frank, this guy is literally ruining Canada's world reputation. According to Dan Frank, I don't know what's going <laughs> on. So I. A disclaimer. I don't know anything. They expelled 40 nat- Canadian nationals. Uh, Who's they? Indian so Indian government. The Indian government. Expelled 40 Canadian uh, politicians. What's it called when you have embassy? A pa- people in the embassies. 
uh, I don't know, we diplomats? Need, diplomats. There we go. Okay. <laughs> I know stuff. So the guy that kill, got killed in Surrey is a separatist? He's like a... He's like a separatist in the state of India. In India, they he thinks that wherever he's from should have its own. This is all. Yeah. What I know from. By the way, I'm completely from ignorant. that guy that threw his dog down a ditch. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Apparently, they've been sponsoring. And someone, I guarantee you, in that in that what he's about to say, someone got mad at him for doing that. <laughs> yeah. And then he said some horrible shit to them that he can't say to us. <laughs> Only because it was on the pod. <laughs> yeah. Um. Apparently, uh, this guy either directly or indirectly sponsored uh, like bombings, and so he's a terrorist. Mm-hmm. I mean, Canada likes those; we celebrate them. So yeah, that's what's happening. Standing ovation for Nazis. So, India's been asking for this guy's back, or like, can we have this guy back for nicely for like? And 10 we're years? like, we're celebrating. And this we're like, douche. no. And so they sent like, which I'm for. agents to kill this guy, which I'm actually, and uh, according to. CBC, it's like CSIS have traced them directly. Trust CBC, that's the one thing. Even if they are, well, at least the they, they, at least that's the source. <laughs> I don't know what's happening at all. I'm just saying, like, how much state-run media is there that's actually literally out in the open, state-run? You, you know, mean? other shit is like okay. So the people say the major networks in the United States are backed by uh, Bilderberg and all this fucking shit, right? Mm-hmm. Just billionaires that are controlling. They're oligarchies, whatever. CBC is completely true and uh, never biased. Completely Kyle. funded by the Canadian government. Kyle, they talk about Indian That's issues. That's kind of wild. 80% of the time, I listen to them during the day when I drive my truck. Yeah. And you wouldn't believe how much truth and reconciliation we've done in yeah. the last few years. Are we all reconciled? I would say, based on airtime from the CBC, we should be more than reconciled. Well, the problem is, I've been digging up graves left and right, dude. <laughs> so, so they, uh, the Indian government sent agents to kill this guy. So they killed somebody on our in in Canada, and oh, they killed the guy. They killed the guy in Surrey. They got him. Yeah, and apparently, Surrey is the most Indian place in Canada. Well, yeah, it's harboring like <laughs> ninety terrorists. Like, get out of here, guys! On the list of like people that like we know are guilty for this, is according to my friend that threw a dog down the hill. Okay, onto a sand, onto, onto sand, <laughs> onto sand. So that's that's the version of the story that I heard. That is, in fact, we are. Here's why I believe him. It's he's the Osama bin Laden of India, and we're harboring this douche. Yeah, we do that a lot. We like Canada has like hey a, didn't kill any Canadians yeah but Canada also has like a no de- the death penalty is too much we we like to be the moral police for the world and be like actually here's we the don't, problem with I the death th- penalty actually I don't think that's right there is a problem with the death penalty it's about twenty percent <clears throat> of the time you get the wrong guy yeah not in the case of Bible though they got Jesus and he fucking deserved it and the Jews fingered him and here's the here's the thing about that is that uh. The, the guilt aspect, the wrong guy thing doesn't happen as much anymore. It's just, it's like what they actually did is like ambiguous. Yeah. More, that's more ambiguous. I used to be super against the death penalty based on the argument that if you get one wrong person, which I still agree with. It I used guess. to be. I'm curious. I changed my mind. You're pro death penalty now. I, 
I'm for it philosophically, but then again, yeah. you give That's me the I gun. Mean. You give me the gun and be like, "All right, we've done all the stuff. Shoot this guy." Oh, I would. Well, I guess at that point, it's not on your conscience. Then I don't want to be the judge. I I don't want to be That's the it. person. I don't want to be the judge either. If they're condemned, I guess I could do it. Like the 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 argument people have is always, always an emotional one, right? Is you go, this person got caught raping and no. killing 12 kids. Well, and you go, yeah, kill that guy, no problem. But then you kill him, and 30 years later, it's like, oh, it's his neighbor. He was like... Yeah. And then you're like, oh, we killed an innocent person. Well, the argument... Uh, but then you have to go, innocent people... It isn't always... Isn't, how much worse is it that that innocent person... Hold on. That spends their life in prison versus death. That's not far off. Well, that's why you should you know be, what I mean? You should be able to opt. I think you should be able to opt... But that's not far off. Like self death penalty. I mean, I know that you can, but it's still like it hurt. Like it they in hurt. fact don't let you. They take your belt and shoelaces yeah, away. Shit. Yeah. But what I was that's kind of funny. It's like you can be in prison, but you can't kill yourself. I mean, you can find a way if you're determined. I mean, you can sharpen paper into a spike and stab yourself into a neck. Like you can fucking in, figure it out. Yeah. Um, you could probably just say mean stuff. Here's the thing. Just start saying the n word as soon as you get in there. You'll you'll die. Oh yeah. <laughs> Is that a form of suicide? <laughs> suicide by N-word? Dude, <laughs> that's the name of my new punk album, dude. Okay. What I was suicide say- by N-word is a good name for a comedy album. <laughs> that's the most offensive name. Also, it's, yes, yeah, career suicide. It'll never work. Can I name this podcast Suicide by N-word? Yeah, you can, of course. I mean, who's going to stop you? Nobody is just asking. <laughs> see if you're cool with it. I am philosophically... I'm the opposite of you. I'm philosophically for the death penalty. I can think of a lot of times. I think there's a lot of people that I'm saying for it too, to, but in practice, you don't yeah, want to no, kill in pra- innocent see, people. In practice, yeah. In practice, human beings are very fallible. Yeah. We think But there I do think there's a lot of people that can't be reformed or fixed that need to be taken out of the population. Yes. From But this, this this is the argument I've had that I share the exact same view with you. They're like prison and stuff is reformed. That's what the fucking Ouija's think all those fucking hippies overseas, you know, yeah. they'll think prisons for reform. And then those people come out, pretend they're good and kill a bunch of people again. Is that the it's, case? It's not even those people. That's are, not the case though. That's not what's happening. It is what's happening. There's Norwegian murderers getting out of jail and committing more murders. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Fact. I'm, I've heard the opposite, but I've not. Well, the opposite is like the the violent offenders that like break in because they're down and out. You know, you restructure their lives and give them a yeah, support system. But there's and they, like pedophiles that are always going to reoffend. They're always going to reoffend. There's they're, people that are broken. They're not even a broken brain. They're a brain for a different time. Yeah. They're an evolutionary fucked up thing that doesn't work in society. You, what you're not doing, you're not punishing people and you're not reforming them. You're separating undesirables from the society you want to live in. Those people don't fit in it. They just don't. Words like undesirables, Cal. <clears throat> what? I, I mean, you're very a, undesirable. No, but it's a fact. But just the word like undesirable even, even conjures up the Holocaust. Well, I'm only the undesirables. Why? I'm I mean, just curious. Well, it's just verbatim the word. Yeah, it's just verbatim the word. It's a good word. It's an effective word, I think. Well, I was trying to think of a different word that means the same thing, and I can't. I don't need... Yeah, it's fucking weird. Because if you're like... I don't know. If you're a person that just loves killing, you know what I mean? There was a place in time for you. Yeah. 
that's just a weird if you just killed if someone gave you a task and you just loved completing it and that task was killing people you were a very powerful important person in certain times in history now you have the desire for to kill everybody there's no one to kill unless you actually there's lots to kill actually, but... that's not true i was just gonna say the government literally tries to get those people and put them in uh fbi scenarios and stuff i know a person they actually called that for sociopaths. signed up for the Canadian Armed Forces. And in his interview, they were like, you know, kind of, why do you want this job? Blah, blah, blah. He's like, I yeah. want to kill people. And they're like, what? And he's like, I want, this is like where you can kill people. I want to be put in a situation where I can kill people. And they didn't let him in. And he was what shocked and flabbergasted and was like, I'm the guy you want. Like, I'm not going to, I'm not a murderer, but they, I'm, I'm here. I'm, I heard this. I heard you guys kill people. The army doesn't want that, though. I, I know this, but but isn't that fucking crazy though? That that's what he led with. <laughs> yeah, that guy's a psychopath. And is recruiting. Yeah. Do I know this person? You might. Don't say their name. You might. But the FBI, they look for those guys. So the FBI, the FBI does. Ceases comes knocking on his door. Special. We ops. heard you didn't make it into the army. Honestly, well, can, Canada doesn't have any fucking tactical. Uh, we have some of the greatest fucking so what says the CBC people riding in golf carts. Yeah, yeah, dude. Some guys burgled the prime minister's house a decade ago. Really? Broke in and just stole stuff <laughs> while he was in there. That's kind of funny. That's when they were like, "I guess we need ceases at the guy's house." Like there wasn't even anybody there. So he just broke through a window. Went I in. like this. Isn't a concept in the in. The United States, at least from what I understand, is that Australia fucking lost I prime minister. Do you swimming. do you lock your house? Do you lock your door while you're in it? No, in your house. No, but I live with two girls that <clears throat> never fail to lock. Girls the door. do. Yeah, but I, I never lock my house. I'm not worried about Bring someone. It. Yeah, breaking in. I hope Canada. I that's fucking wish you would. So that's foreign to people outside of Canada. I think Canada has a really uh, in a lot of break and entries, people don't get murdered that often. In B and E's on both sides. What you doing here, bud? Hey, hey, what you doing in here? And often it's just Simeon. Can we just what are you coming here? Drop the gloves. It's just Simeon drunk. Oh, sorry, I'm on the wrong floor. <laughs> yeah. Simeon's gone to the wrong house more than anyone I know. That's a that's a fucking. That's I've a gone to the wrong house thing. a couple times. I've never done it, but uh, my friend lived in apartment number two hundred six. And we always joke that 306 is Sim's place because he went to the place <laughs> above like two or three times. Did you just get in the couch or did yeah. they answer the door? No, he was just in their living room when they woke up. <laughs> were they mad or did they know him? Um, that's startling. I think they were like not thrilled, but like, hey, man, you're in the wrong place. I don't think uh, it was like a big deal. I think yeah. he was just like, sorry. And he left. But then it happened again. Sorry, bud. <laughs> that's fucking funny. All right, so back to the Bible. So the Jews are uh, getting prompt. So Nehemiah is reiterating how great God is and how he always keeps his covenants, even though he doesn't seem to. He keeps making new ones. So I'm going to be your God, and this is a covenant, and you're not going to turn away, and we promise, and then they do, and then he has to kill them. Yeah, it's impossible. So they're sorry. You know, you like God at the beginning, but after the first few years, the love for your God just kind of, Waves and turns into something else. Verse you know? 10. They, the Jews, are your servants and your people, whom you redeemed by your great strength and by your mighty hand. 
he redeemed them already, why did he have to send Christ, honestly? Himself. Oh, Lord, let your ear be attentive to the prayer of this, your servant. We've established it that he's a cutter. Yeah. Like, if, if in all the other gods, he's got a bunch of fucking himself scars. Where'd you get that from? Oh, I sent myself down to earth. Get killed. <laughs> Felt pretty good. I just had to know if I'm real. Never felt alive. I just <laughs> had, to, had to find <laughs> I wanted to feel real, man. <laughs> God doesn't know if he's real. And he crucifies himself. Oh. oh I just had to feel something. That is DD level cutting, though. <laughs> oh Lord, let your ear be attentive to the of this, your servant, and to the prayer of your servants who delight in uh Revering your name, give us your servant success today by granting him favor in the presence of this man. I was cupbearer to the king. It just says that at the end. By the way, I was cupbearer to the king. Just so you know, I I, I gave up a pretty good job to be here. Is Artaxerxes. That, is Sam's, that prestigious? Nehemiah. Yeah, it's like a very prestigious job. You're friends with the king. Should we read chapter two? Let's just power Absolutely, through chapter dude. two. Yeah, because that's fun. Well, I just feel like I've been here a long time. Yeah. But we... Not in their world, you know. Not in their car ride. Artaxerxes, uh, Nehemiah chapter two in the twelve in the month of Nisan. Nisan, <laughs> yeah, N I S A N Nisan. Close in the month of Nisan, twentieth year of King Artaxerxes. Fucking uh, Dave had a. There's uh, some people with that worked at uh, different dealerships in the crowd last night. And one guy worked at Hyundai. Context. Dave does <clears throat> shows sponsored. Stand-up comedy. We know. I mean, no, they not everybody listens no, to the podcast. You don't need the context. This okay. is a stand-up comedy show. I thought show. this was like a wine no, no, and no. laughs thing. No. It's open mic. Okay. And there's some guys in the crowd. He's hosting it. Doesn't matter. And uh guy works at <laughs> Hyundai. And he's like, does it suck to work there knowing no one is going to you to buy their dream car? That's like their fourth pick. Wow, you have the be- you have a hundred percent financing. I guess I'll buy your piece of shit. How did, that's funny. <laughs> that, yeah, that was it. How the guy? I was just I was dying. Just like you, you're the only dealership where no one's excited to be there. They just always they failed out of the first three, and now they're at Hyundai. Hyundai. What's the guy? Ten year warranty, hundred percent financing. Uh, so I don't know. I guess that's got to be your sell if you can't afford a Honda, Hyundai. Well, for, they copied the Honda logo, essentially. Yeah. They did. They got as close as they could get legally. I found out Honda was uh, one of the top five samurai clans. and, and um, Yeah, E-Honda did Street Fighter. Honda and another car brand was one of the other ones. Which one? Mitsubishi, Lexus? Mitsubishi or something. Mitsubishi? Yeah. That sounds like it. Sounds like a samurai name. I don't know which one, honestly. It was Honda and another one. I'm like, fucking top. The- Everyone's just named after samurai. That's pretty cool. It's like the only thing they got. I mean, kamikazes. It's a good strategy. No, it's not a good strategy. It's a good war strategy. It's actually a terrible strategy. It's pretty good. To scare the people to know, like, you're not going to surrender. You're just going to keep fighting. Well, also, I mean... Let's take that strategy to its conclusion. Mm-hmm. If you did that with all your plans, you would lose. All they have to do is not surrender. <laughs> it's true. That's a good point. Eventually, you <laughs> run out of people and planes. 
That's true. There's more. I assume the planes were like shot up and were probably going down. No, they're also losing pilots. Yeah. The, the last people who can fly said planes are flying them into a fucking. Do you know what was weird to me? The concept that it was frowned upon to shoot people falling on parachutes. Like uh, if you ejected, it was frowned upon to shoot the people falling. Yeah. Yeah. Why? You're a war. They're valuable people. Uh, then you'd get along great with the Japanese because the Japanese were like, this is a war. We're going to do whatever. That it doesn't takes. make any sense to me. Well, in the West, there's this thing called chivalry, which is stupid, but it exists. There's some sort of honor. Uh, even the Germans fighting on the Western front would like not be <clears throat> as total ruthless. Like the war against Russia was a war of extermination where horrible things happen. Yeah. You could surrender. But we're just gentlemen over here. That's well, what you're saying. It's, like, it's between two white guys. <laughs> that's that's literally it, is that it's between two white guys. There's been established codes. Here's the thing about no surrender warfare, which is what everybody fought up until we got to at least the point where you could surrender. That's actually a major point of progress in human history. Yeah. Where it's like we don't actually have to genocide. Like the Bible, God says. Loves genocide. Kill every single Amalekite. And Wipe then it says that the they did. Did and then the Amalekites are still there a few chapters later, which is, makes the Bible full of shit. But the point is, it came from a place of pure genocide, and then it got to a place of like, what if we just kill the main guys, and then you know, can, can we like be your slaves? Do not we, all these. It's also not all these people really want to be in the war, you know. So but, maybe they'll come to our side. Well, that's that's the thing is in almost every war, who wants to fight the war? I mean your friend. The leaders. Usually the leaders. Your friend for sure. What do you mean my friend? The one that wanted to kill people. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> that guy. I mean me at 20. Honestly, at 20 years old, I was about to join the military. I mean, you're. we talked about this. Same mm-hmm. exact thing. You're a 20-year-old guy. You're like, yeah, point me. I was never going to join the military. I was going to. I thought about it. I never thought about it for one second. But point me in a direction is kind of the 20-year-old guy attitude. Hey, where, That's when they get you, dude. Yeah. All right, point me in a direction. Those are the bad guys. Do you know what my uh, my cousin is in the military? And uh, when he was doing weapons training, two of his guns fell apart while he was shooting them. That's the Canadian military. They fell apart. Like a fucking cartoon? Like a cartoon. He just like pulled the trigger and the butt fell off? Uh, Yeah, worse. I think like the fucking... The something in the cartridge fucking just popped out and just fucking just fell apart. Like we got some old ass pieces of shit guns that just don't work. Oh my god! By the way, they have almost no ammo too, so they don't have. They can only do weapons training like once a month or something crazy, because they have no extra ammo. We gave it to Ukraine, dude. I'm I'm listening. We I, did. Let's keep giving money to them. I. I listen to, I get most of my news from the Eastern Border podcast, this Latvian I get guy. mine from the rapist Russell Brand. The Latvian, he's a Latvian journalist and he's been on the front lines. He knows guys on the front lines. He talks about all this shit. Mm-hmm. Just today, I was listening to an episode. So the Ukrainians have captured some Russian tanks and they called the Russian headquarters the person in charge of tanks. Yeah. And they speak the same language. They found a Ukrainian that speaks, you know, Russian with the right accent. Yeah. And they were they managed to call the supreme commander on a recorded recorded com, uh, phone call, and we're asking like from the tank from 
the tank. They're like, yeah. we have this tank and it sucks. And these are all the maintenance issues we're having. And the guy's like, why aren't you using the appropriate channels? And then they basically kind of like, yeah, 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 yeah. But like, what can we do? Can you give us blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And so they're, they're pretending they're Russians in the field. And they're like, these tanks that you give us suck ass. They're leaking oil, blah, You're blah, blah. You're telling me they got them to send new tanks? No, I'm telling you they got the supreme Russian command to admit that they don't know that they knew the tanks are faulty. (laughs) They were like, uh, these are like, you know, you have to, they basically kicked them around. Basically you're on hold with Microsoft and you're like, I'm getting blue screen. And they go to all the call center. Like every person on the phone call sends you to somewhere else. The Ukraines were trying to get the Russian tanks to work. No, no, no. There's, they're spoofing the Russians. They're making fun of them. They're recording these phone calls Oh, they're calling, just trolling? They're straight up trolling them. Oh, God. Being like, your tanks suck ass. But they're saying, <laughs> our tanks suck ass. We can't work with these. Yeah. And the guys are like, we're doing everything we can. If you talk to this guy, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, no, you guys are fucking idiots. We took this tank like as like a baller move and a propaganda move. But yeah. they they have, like, it's obviously I don't speak the language. You should ask them how they feel about the Jews. Like, Zelensky is a Jew. And who's they? Which which is they? The Ukrainian Nazis. <laughs> The Ukrainian Nazis. Okay. They're there. We just celebrated one. Oh, my God. So, Kyle's talking about, if you don't know, uh, in Canada. Like, Zel- not neo-Nazi. Celeste- and not like Nazi people say now Zelensky- when they call everyone a Nazi. Do you, do you, did you actually look it up? Huh? Did you look it up? Uh, a little bit. Yeah. Okay. I also looked it up because mm-hmm. I had to be sure that this was. He was a guy that fought. It's as, literally as bad as Kyle's saying. It's yeah. as bad as He's a guy that fought for. It was. I can't remember what the it was. SS. The, the SS. But the command. They, the SS are the people that were yeah. charged but with But the name got changed near the end of the war. So they went by something else near the end of the war. They changed the name so they weren't the fucking Supreme, whatever. So <laughs> Zelensky visited Canada. Zelensky is the president of Ukraine. Great yeah. comedian. <laughs> yeah, real funny stuff he's doing these days uh, real slapstick canada, real physical and, slapstick, then, yeah. and then canada god knows who i can't remember who's in charge of this but they this 98 year old we had one guy that was in the war that fought like in the war, he fought the, fought the, the russians, russians. <laughs> and we're like honor this war man. and all of our parliament all of our leaders stood up and standing ovation applauded this guy uh, and he was an ss well he fought the russians in world war ii yeah that's all we Who knew. fought the Russians? And then like people from Ukraine in World War II. People in the fucking chamber were like googling. They're like, this guy is a known Nazi. Like, a, like that's how fucking known it was. It was like not like yeah. It wasn't like a secret. It was like his name is and in the, the guy. S- and apparently the guy wasn't like, I'm so sorry for what I did. Type no, he's of- 98. He's a war hero. Yeah, and he doesn't know what the fuck's going on. Someone not put him in there. Not anymore. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But at the same time. He's has quotes on record of being like, I did the right thing, you know, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I will say just in like being completely fair at yeah. that point in time, you basically had to choose a side. So he chose. Oh, it, I, I don't have an actual point. No, this neither. happened so long ago. It's just really no, funny. It's that pathetic that, that Canada did that. It's like obscene. Well, no, disgusting. we're trying to we're trying to lick everyone's fucking and balls that's, that's all I mean. the it's time. It's yeah, pa- it's pathetic. It's pathetic. Yeah. They're like, this is our thing. And like, I fucking hate Trudeau. I don't like the other guy. God, I'm seeing the fucking debates. Everyone thinks they're Donald Trump now. You know what I mean? Yeah. When they fucking debate, they're just doing insult comedy back and forth and they're bad at it. And that's what I. Who's doing that? 
Uh, what's what's the what's the leader of the conservatives? Uh, Pierre, Pierre, Pierre well, yeah, whatever. So him and Trudeau. I thought he was your boy. Me? Yeah. No. Like a month ago, you're like, I fucking love that guy. No, 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 no. The I like the. He's the leader of the one everyone called racist, and he's not. I gotta uh, pee. Pierre right. Polivare is the racist guy. No, no, no. The um, it's a different guy. He's a different. He didn't. He wasn't. He's not the conservative lead. He wasn't the leader for the conservative party. He's that other party. In Quebec. Yeah. The fuck of phones. I can't remember. Here, read that. What? I'll read that. You read this. I'll go pee. And anyways, yep, that's what I said about that. Here's we go. Chapter two. So in the month of Nissan, the twentieth year, the wine, blah blah. I had not been in in the month of Nissan in the twentieth year of King Artaxerxes when wine was brought for him. In the month of Toyota. Because he's the cupbearer. I took the wine and gave it to the king. I had not been sad in his presence before. So the king had the king asked me, Why does your face look so sad when you are not ill? This can be nothing but sadness of the heart. Dude, this is a fucking moment these guys are having. This little, is like, bro, little bro down. This is us. I bet you. I bet you that cup's filled with wine. I'm, Kyle. Are you all right, bud? This looks like sadness yeah, of the dude. heart. No, nah, dude, I'm good. <laughs> Everything's great. You look disheveled. Nope. I'm just glad you're alive. No, thanks, buddy. <laughs> Back to the Bible. I was very much afraid. I got this tank of helium. I'm. Uh, I, I got think, enough. I think I might invest in a. I got enough to go I'm around. Starting a business to become a party clown. <laughs> I was very you know much helium. Afraid. You know, helium's a depleting resource. Yeah, there's not. That's why I got some before it's gone, man. I'm investing in it. You can do it also with neon or any of the inert gases. A lot of gases. the inert gases. Yeah. Any of the inert gases. If you want to go like a bitch. Dude, honestly, what's the point of suffering? Life. Okay. So, so you know, to know you're alive. Okay. Why well, did, hey, why I, did, if I'm killing myself, why did God, so I've always, already opted out of said why suffering. Did, why did God cut himself? Okay, Because he's a, I don't know. I was gonna say because he's a bitch, but like that's I'm I'm cool, opting dude. for the no. He no created you. Route. He made you sad. He likes watching dude, that. Look, everything hurts. Everything hurts. Why? Everything hurts. Dude. I'm I've been choked all the way out before. I could do it that way. You can also fucking cut your neck. It's pretty easy. I'm just saying, if that's I was gonna, gonna do, do it, it, no. Suffering. I want the regret. You know, I want the regret. You want to go slice of, of jumping off oh, a building, shit. or knowing that the only thing you could. Everything in your life is fixable except the fact that you jumped that's, off the building. That's the quote. That's right? what I want. You, you, yeah. You've seen it? Yeah. The bridge? Yeah. That's what I want. <laughs> that's what I want? Yeah. I want to know I fucked up on the way down. <laughs> that's the fucking... And then, and then the seal saves him and he's like, oh, fuck, I'm going to get eaten by a shark yeah. after all this. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't though, right? No, it was a seal that kept him afloat. Yeah. Yeah. What I'm talking about, if you don't know what's happening, there's a documentary called The Bridge where they've set up a camera by the San Francisco Golden Gate Bridge and people, yeah. like a hundred people jumped off over the course of a year, like a lot. Yeah. And one guy jumped off and lived. And the guy that jumped off and lived broke his legs and his back when he hit the water. And uh, a seal came and swam under him in a circle, keeping him from drowning while he was like pedaling with his hands. And it's crazy how smart some of the fucking are they mammals? Yeah. Some of the mammals in the fucking water are, dude. And uh, so he at the time he was like fucking survived the fall and this fucking water crash. 
and then was like, fuck, I'm going to get eaten by a shark. I can't believe this shit. I mean, and, that'd be awesome. And, and to what, no, to what Kyle said is that he regretted jumping off and didn't want to die on the way down. Yeah. And now is in the water and he doesn't want to die. It's a fucked up and, quote. And right? his whole thing is like, I'm going to live because I don't want people. Everyone thinks that I want to die and I actually don't want to die anymore. Yeah. So then he lives and eventually ends up meeting. I can't remember how it's complete chance, but he meets somebody that was on the bridge that day that saw him jump and watched from the top. And the guy told him it was a seal that had swam around him and kept him afloat until fishermen or the Coast Guard saved him. That's fucking wild. It is fucking crazy. Isn't that fucked up though? That honestly sounds like destiny. That's one of those things. It's like a seal. So you jumped off the bridge, didn't die, broke your legs and your back, and a seal came and saved you. Do you know why it's not destiny? Because there's because ten thousand people died before that. People take statistical anomalies and go look. It was meant to be. Oh, dude. But then you go like, what about everyone else that died? They're they're worthless pieces of shit. The tornado. They're that, all they're all worthless pieces. The tornado of shit. that ripped apart a house <laughs> killed the whole family, but a Bible was left unripped. Exactly, dude. The Bible. The people died. <laughs> yeah, but they're in heaven. Okay, so it's a scary way to get to heaven. Why does God like to scare the shit out of you before He sends you up there? Is it maybe because it's bad? Maybe because you got to get a sense of. Because you're stuck there. What do you mean? Once you're in heaven, I don't think you can opt out. You can kill yourself and go back. I don't think you can. Go back to earth. I don't, would you know my name if I killed myself in heaven? That's the song. What if you What if you push your baby out a window in heaven? Where does it go? <laughs> what if you didn't push it? You were just doing cocaine negligently. <laughs> <laughs> In one of those fucking European houses with open windows on the main floor. Just on floor level. It turns out the kid only fell three feet. <laughs> All right, Clapton, you're a bad dad. All right, I was very I was very much afraid, but I said to the king, my king, may the king live forever. So the, remember, the king says, why are you sad, bitch? Hey, cup. Hey, guy that's drinking all my drinks. My drinks are great. I drink fucking Goldschlager and Hypnotic. <laughs> What's Hypnotic? Hypnotic's like some girly fucking 17% shit that we used to drink on rugby. I was going to say, that sounds like something you would drink. Uh, it's got sugar in it, Kyle. Obviously, I don't like suffering, Kyle. It's funny. Kyle, to like- you keep talking about suffering. I yeah. don't like suffering. I, in fact... Yeah, you do. I don't. Yeah, you do. I opt out of it as much as I can. No, the, every decision sugar. you make leads to more suffering. But... Okay, but like... So there's beer... Eat drinking sugar... There's and- beer and hails. Yeah, I but- don't drink beer because it's gross. It's but here's suffering. The thing. But drinking the sugar now leads to more suffering tomorrow. Yeah, but Kyle, I don't have the ability or wherewithal <laughs> to give a fuck about the future. I live in the constant present, which is why my future is getting worse constantly. Mm-hmm. I would have to change everything, Kyle, if I started thinking like that. That's like foot- yeah. that's what dads do. That's what fucking people who have a fucking yeah, exactly that's something what to, to live that's what for. I'm to say. Yeah. Fucking morons. But you are going to live, though. Until I... I mean, yeah, cannot live for the rest of my life. Kyle. So you can't, you can't live with this constant, I'm going you to can. kill myself thing because eventually you're going to be old and alive and wish you'd made different decisions. Well then at the, at, no, at some point these roads converge, Kyle. Yeah. At some point, one outweighs have, the they other. They don't have to though. I mean, yeah, who knows? Hey, maybe your whole family get hit by a bus. Fucking please release <laughs> then you're, then me you're of good, this burden. Dude. Um, 
I was very much afraid, but you I said to the funny? king. When everyone's drinking and the girls start like arguing about who has to take care of you. That's not funny. <laughs> it's funny to me. Because they're not arguing like, you you get them. You get them. They're like, I'm going to take care of Caleb. No, I'm going to take care of Caleb. What are you talking about? You've never heard that? No. Oh, I've heard Emily and, uh, and uh, Diana drunk argue about who's going to take care of you. I tell them both to go fuck themselves. <laughs> yeah, I know. But they're both like, he's 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 going to live with me. He's going to live with me. Oh. Yeah. In the context of a long time? Yeah. Yeah, I know that's fucking weird. Actually, a lot it of people weird. have done that. Very they're funny. like, you can be my outside dog. Yeah. I got a spot for you. But, uh, more than just them. All, a lot of people have been like... Whatever you, you can- have... That makes people want to do that for you. Homeless people don't. So if we can synth- synthesize that, maybe we could spread it to the homeless people and people want to take care of them. You're like the puppy at the shelter that doesn't get killed. You know what I mean? You're the one that looks cute and then you take him home and he, like, you leave the house, he tears up all your sh- he smashes all your cups. <laughs> you're like, literally. literally. <laughs> you're like, you know, he seems cute. And then he drinks all his I mean, water too fast. I stand by that. I stand by that. <laughs> yeah. uh, we were un- we were moving into our place, and we uh, had I I Psychotic. unpacked I unpacked a lot of shit. I did a lot of the work. Yeah, and there was literally no room for two fucking. This is boxes. third day of a bender. I was there for two of them. There's third no, day. Of, this is third day of a there's bender. There's no room in, in any morning. cupboard. Six in the morning though. There's no room in any cupboard for mm-hmm. any of these fucking jars. Yeah. So I started smashing them. <laughs> And I smashed a box of jars. <laughs> and I stand by that. That's good. Toxic people never change, dude. Stay toxic. <laughs> Hell yeah, if dude. You, you don't even have space for your fucking jars. They're stay, useless. Stay, you don't make jam. Stay toxic, dude. Okay, they never... The king. Verse four. The king said to me... Dude, you're my toxic hero. What? You, you're right. No, I take it back. You're right. The jars should have been smashed. Where would you have put them, Kyle? I would have left them for the person that owned them, but that's just me. That's just me. By the way, yeah, you want fucking jars. I'm not man? toxic. I'll buy you fucking jars. I'll fucking steal jars from diabetes people. I'll make jars happen. It wasn't just jars. It was cups. There was t- there's no room. There, there was, was more. <laughs> there was more cups than there were room, and they yeah. were garbage. But you know how like uh, some of our dumb friends, usually the women, get sentimental about nonsense. I like hoarding. Yeah, I help them. <laughs> you help them. I help You're them. You're curing them. Break their <laughs> attachment to things. Hey, it's ephemeral. This life doesn't last long. Nothing matters. That was a life lesson I taught yeah. myself. The king said to me, what is it you want? Remember, Nehemiah is sad. Then I prayed to the God of heaven and I answered the king. If it pleases the king, if your servant has found favor in his sight, let him send me to the city of Judah, where my fathers are buried so I can rebuild it. So this is the king's good buddy, his poison drinker, saying to Nehemiah, Hey, you seem bummed out. What can I do for you? He's like, I want to go home. Then the king, with the queen sitting beside him, asked me, How long will your journey take, and when will you get back? It pleased the I king. I wasn't paying any attention to that. Doesn't matter. Everybody else is. What the, happened though? Do so I need, does it matter? The cupbearer. So the king says. So the first chapter was Nehemiah's prayer, which was uh, context or prophecy or foreshadowing. Then it, the story starts, and Nehemiah is sitting there. Somebody gives Nehemiah a glass of wine. Nehemiah takes a sip, passes it to the king. The king says, "Nehemiah, you look pretty 
look pretty fucking sad. Hmm. What are you What are you all bummed out about? Ah, just thinking about existence. Yeah, just uh, just think about life and how I have to keep living it uh, for the rest of my life. My healing take fell on the ground, leaked everywhere. <laughs> that and all my Jew friends have left back. I got home. a question for you. Yeah. Right. Let's say your uh, your brother we tried to do a different one to talk about anything else. <laughs> brother, I don't care. Your brother. Let's say your brother's having a, a party, right? And his uh, his son, beautiful child. Does he have two kids now or just one? Yeah, two, two. And is well, the one that's old enough to care. He's like, he knows my name. Yeah, not very cute kid. And uh, he's like, I want to have balloons for my party, <laughs> right? I would sacrifice the tank. Would you sacrifice the tank? Of course I would. Aw, that's sweet. I mean, what kind of a question is that? I was hoping. I don't know. I I was expecting. Then I would take the balloons back (laughs) home. (laughs) Imagine doing that. That would be the last birthday. (laughs) There's a bunch of different. Oh, the complex that that kid would have growing up. The king said to me, what is this you want? And I prayed. <laughs> if it pleases the king. Uh, and then the king with the queen sitting beside him. Suicide by N-word. How long will your journey... Yeah, that doesn't even have context anymore. Huh? That doesn't even have context anymore. That was on the first one? Yeah, it's gotta be. No, nah, I think that was on the second one. Well, we're gonna name it that. It can't be. Fucking goddamn! You know what? I think that first one is pretty fucking good. I don't think so. It was just the last five minutes. Then the king with the queen we got, sitting we got, re- we got too real. Dude. Asked me how long will your journey take real. and when will you get back? It pleased the king to send me, so I set a time. I also said to him, if it pleases the king, may I have uh, letters to the governors of the Trans-Euphrates so that they will provide me safe conduct until I arrive in Judah? And may I have a letter to Asaph, keeper of the king's forest, so he will give me timber to make beams. That's interesting in uh, just reading between the lines there. There's the guy, the keeper of the forest, the forest keeper, and he yeah. knows how many trees there are. So you could, like, essentially poach trees. Like, there used to be 102 trees here. Well, there's- dude, there's a scarce amount of trees in the desert. Desert, See, yeah. if you're if you're willy-nilly just chopping them down... I mean, that ain't good. That's interesting. Uh, in uh, If you read War and Peace, there's a chapter where a guy's uh, buying a piece of property, and then uh, the person who stole it gets called a dipshit because he didn't count the trees on his property before. This guy's like, you wouldn't believe how many trees on this place I just bought. <laughs> Which, uh, the whole thing seemed funny to me. That's funny, but that's the equivalent of modern day being like, yeah. th- this guy had a literal, he didn't test the oil in the ground? <laughs> This guy, he just bought his land off and just fucking, he didn't test the ground. Yeah. There's oil everywhere. It's the same thing. The funny thing it's is It's like now, a precious resource. The funny thing is now, at least when I was working in the oil patch, um, they wanted to buy this piece of land that had, like, was, you know, worth a bunch of money based on speculation of how much oil was in there. They wouldn't, they, I, I know, like, it was famously, they the native band on there wouldn't sell it. Mm-hmm. And they bought all the land around it, drilled down and that's under it. Classic, yeah. That's a classic, that's a classic move. <laughs> that was in a movie. So they were trying to, the, the people who owned the land were waiting it out. So they eventually, they wanted too much money for their land. So they bought all the property around it. And the way fucking liquid works is if you get all the gas it around it, it'll it'll com- spread out. So it's a sinkhole. It's a sinkhole, yeah. Well, not it doesn't. So have to not be- only did they not sell it, they fell. Well, into it's the not earth. a sinkhole. It, it doesn't sinkhole. All right. So I said to him, uh, "If it pleases the king, blah, blah blah, keeper of the forest, make beams for the gates of the citadel by the temple for the city, 
and for the residence I will occupy. And because of the gracious hand of my God was upon me, the king granted my request. So I went to the governors of the trans-Euphrates and gave them the king's letters. The king had also sent my army officers and cavalry with me. Then Sanballat and the Horatite and Tobiah the Ammonite official heard about this. They were so very much disturbed that someone had to come to promote the welfare of the Israelites. And then Nehemiah goes to inspect the walls. I went to Jerusalem. After staying there three days, I set out during the night with a few men. I had not told anyone what my God had put in my heart to do for Jerusalem. There were no mounts with me except the one I was riding on. This pretentious cunt, dude. He's like, look, I went on the middle of the night disguised. Nobody had a horse except me. I, just, I had a horse, but nobody else. You really channeled Trump there. I, I had a to. horse. No one else had a horse. Well, that's what I he's... The, he's. I had the best horse. <laughs> I didn't mean to. I had the best horse. Number one horse. By night I went... No one else knows about horses. I'm the only one. Well, Nehemiah is trying to make himself like be some guy, like some man of the people. Mm-hmm. But he's like, look, we went without horses. Except I did have one. Nobody else did. Pretty sick. I'm a horse guy. <laughs> horse. I'm a horse. Horse. By night, I went through the valley gate. You know, I just remembered. Sorry. I have a fucking. So my car, that gas leak is back. Okay. Right. Remember the patch we put on it? Yeah, I remember. I cracked half of it off. This one didn't like disintegrate like the first one did. Okay. Jack the car up, still leaking. So I'm like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take a wire brush on a drill, grind it down till it leaks more. So there's pouring gas into a cut up uh, gallon milk jug right now. Nice. That might be overflowing. So I have to pause and go check that. Uh, why don't we just finish? We're like basically done. We'll read about Nehemiah's juice room walls. All right, cool. Or pause. No, that's fine. No, that's fine. How We're almost done. How long has this been? Over an hour. <clears throat> um, I do have i want to read those emails on the patreon but maybe we can do that on the next one i i also have to go feed this rabbit i'm serious <laughs> what a fucking fizzled out ending to an okay podcast yeah dude okay that's you blew the, it. that's well all right so all right i'll take i'll take it, the fucking heat on this one um did you learn anything yeah did anyone email Life's us? Life's not worth living, dude. Oh, L-I-V-I-N. We're trying, li- listen, man. L-I-V-I-N. Are you just new the thing about, nah, to I'm being good. depressed? I'm just fucking around it. Okay, well, here's the thing. I'm just joshing. Us who are truly depressed yeah. resent the jokes because uh, then yeah. people ask me if I'm okay. Well, that's good. You're not. It's because you're too fat and you don't work out, you fat fuck. I moved 100 bags of No fucking- one's ever been depressed jacked. That's a fact. All right. Tyson Fury. Fucking He's heavyweight. He's never champion. been not fat. Heavyweight champion of the whole world. By the way, when he was depressed and wanted to drive his car off the cliff, he was 150 pounds overweight. But he was also, he didn't start that way. He started depressed heavyweight champion of the world. No. And got fatter and fatter. He got fat and got more depressed. No, no, no. Was, was depressed and that thus. Incorrect. Okay. He celebrated his champion, became an alcoholic. Got fat because of it, wrong. then got depressed. No, wrong. Got champion. No. Realized there... And by the way, Tyson Fury's always been fat. I've listened to... He's, I've fat, listened, as, he's fat as the heavyweight I champ. I know. I've listened to him say this out of his own mouth. Yeah. I was I've the listened champion. to it out of someone else's mouth, so... Okay, well, he said, I was the champion. Mm-hmm. There, So I had no more goals. Like, I defended it X amount of times. Mm-hmm. Felt like I had done everything. This is it. Is this it? I And was depressed. 
got fat and all the shit. Yeah. It wasn't that he somehow got fat. No, but if he was jacked, he wouldn't have been depressed. No, no. he, he got jacked was depressed. No, no, no. He, if no, he, stop just saying that. No, no, no. no, if no he got no, jacked. No, no. He Dude, I depressed. know that you're just doing this to bug me. <laughs> no, I mean it sincerely. If he had, if he had all those things that got him hey, fat. Hey, now I know that you're just trying. All to those things me. that got him fat, right? The drinking too much, the eating like crap, right? He was also still not. If he didn't out. do that, if he didn't do that, and he was shredded and jacked, he wouldn't have been depressed. Wrong. It, correct. <laughs> okay. Correct. Well, I'm correct. I guess that's the we end of the podcast. We actually did get an email. We did get... Well, yeah. fucking thank fucking Christ, man. Yeah. Thank God I didn't go fill up a bunch of balloons. This is from uh, Caleb's a gay faggot. <laughs> that's really who it's from? <laughs> yeah. Uh, cool email. It says... Uh, Joab. Uh, breathe in the balloons and kill yourself. That's it. All right. Well... Uh, I guess was that Till my mom? I, it might be the worst podcast we ever do. Was that my mom? So see you guys. Was never. that my mom? It was your mom. So if you guys want to hear uh, the first podcast, it was actually. I can't believe that you got me to think there was an email. <laughs> I was like, really? We got one after not doing episodes for months. Send your uh, send your audio recordings uh, to BibleBeatersAcademy.ca and we'll play them on the podcast. I'm off Facebook. I'm off Messenger. I'm yeah. off all the things. Don't message him. Well, I'm just saying you have to email the podcast. Yeah. Send your audio recordings only. We will not take regular emails anymore. Yeah, we will. Send your audio recordings. What the fuck? Tag huh? them. Uh, attach them to the emails at BibleBeatersAcademy.ca and we'll play your questions on the podcast. That would be awesome. All right. Good night, idiots. Jesus